0: Every four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Welcome to Wild Shape, an exalted actual play podcast from the crew of the deliberative. This is where the story happens.
1: Welcome to Wild Shape. This is episode one, part two. Very excited to be finishing up this little story here tonight. And the players that we have in the room this evening are myself. I am Corey. I am your storyteller for this episode. And right around the table here, we have Charles. Hey, glad to be back. Glad to have you back, man. This is going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. And Neil. Sup? Sup, man. <laughs> And Jim.
2: How's it going? It's going. Classic Jim. All
1: right, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I got t
2: shirts, made (laughs) (laughs) But no text, though. (laughs) It says, How's it going? (laughs) How's it going? No, I'm just
3: teasing. teasing.
1: (laughs) All right. And now, if you will, let's turn the lights way down low and get ready for Wild Shape. An old wooden building barely manages to stand along an almost forgotten road running east and west through the burning sands. Sounds of hushed talking from inside waft out through the uneven boards. Out in the yard, however, an old clay tub full of dirty water sloshes back and forth as a grizzled man in a leathered tunic holds another man's head under the surface. Riley jerks the man back out of the water and waits a moment for the coughing, gagging, and sputtering to
2: calm down. Boy, you still with me? Now you do realize that I'm going to have to continue dunking your head into this water trough unless you provide me with the information that I require,
1: he says, holding the barrel of his devil caster just behind the man's right ear. I told you already, I ain't never heard of no open hand i ain't in no open hand and i wouldn't have no reason to be joining a gang like that anyway riley has heard enough and roughly shoves the man's head back under the water for the third time meanwhile the rickety door on the far side of the dilapidated building slides open on silent hinges and a man in dusty breeches and a loose brown shirt tiptoes out and into the yard making his careful way forward toward one of the horses tied up to the hitching post riley's head snaps to the left The man on the other side of the building is quiet to be sure but riley's senses have been honed to a superhuman perfection (laughs) through the power of the unconquered sun and he can clearly hear every footfall as well as the man's rapid breathing further he can smell the sour odor of alcohol (laughs) reeking off of the man and he suspects for the first time that he might have the wrong fellow half drowning in the tub before him (laughs) he rounds the corner just in time to see the gangster galloping away across the sands Riley's own horse lies struggling on the ground, her hamstring viciously cut. The man would pay for that. Riley lifts his devil caster in his right hand and lays its barrel across his left wrist, patiently feeling the angle and force of the wind. He pulls the trigger as he exhales, and a second later, the fleeing gangster pitches to the left, falling out of his saddle face-first into the desert sand. There he lays, still. The horse continues its pace at a full gallop across the dunes, and Riley reckons that it will be hopelessly lost, dehydrated, and most likely dead by nightfall. He was wrong. His uncanny sense of smell tells him that the same horse is standing not twenty feet from him eight months later on the street in Wanderer's Gulch. Three men sit astride three other horses, their faces veiled with buff-colored cloths to mask their appearance and keep the sand out of their noses and mouths each of them are leveling flame pieces directly at riley while the old familiar stallion stands just beyond facing the other way while mr j climbs up into the saddle this is the scene that is before you we're back in the present day now and riley has just jumped through a hole in the wall caused by a fairly massive explosion and mr j vaulting the table that he had used to guard himself from that explosion ran through the hole first and Riley jumped right after him into this ambush as these three men are pointing their weapons at Riley as he jumps through the hole and inside the angry picket are still Vutes and Jack's the mirthful who are sort of witness to the destruction that has been caused by the explosion and the, uh, crossbow bolt that was shot into the chest of yaga redstones and so now things are going to be moving at a combat pace and so it is as soon as riley jumps through the hole these men have readied their actions to fire their weapons at you so now it is going to be riley's turn to act but these men have also been readying their action delaying their action until someone else comes through the holes so that they can open fire. So essentially what's happening is these two attacks are going in the exact same round. Riley will be uh, needing to both dodge and attack and these men will be also needing to do the same. So uh, what's happening is they open fire. All three of the flame ones go off roughly at the same time as these men are wheeling their horses around trying to get a better shot so you know it's just everything's kind of in motion a little bit and so riley describe to us how you are going to both dodge this and shoot at the same time
2: so as riley comes out of the the hole and you know the man you know he hears their their weapons you know getting trained on him he dives to the left and as he's diving He's rolling into a ball and sticking his right hand out, holding his devil caster, and firing behind him as he's rolling away from from these guys.
1: All right. So your defense, you're going to be attempting to evade. So right. you'll be using your evasion defense plus one for the stunt.
2: Okay. And so, what is your evasion? Uh, currently, it is a six, but I am going to. I'm going to spend four motes of peripheral to bring it up to an eight. No, excuse me, not peripheral. Personal. Personal. I get those two confused. All right. And, ha- and And then
1: you also attacked. So go ahead and roll your... Wh- which which charms and whatnot are you going to use? Any charms whatsoever to uh, to take a shot? You'll yeah, for be rolling my, uh, your dexterity attack, plus
2: archery. For my attack, I'm going to use five motes of personal to add... Five dice. Okay.
1: So you've spent nine motes of personal so far. Correct. All right. And go ahead and make your roll, and we'll we'll describe it all in one sitting, what happens here. All
2: right. So I'm going to take dexterity plus archery plus five, which is 15 dice. Plus, and yeah, these, these men oh, and, are and, sh- and my stunt. short range. I get two dice for stunt.
1: Yeah, that's right. And these men are at short range, so use your short range bonus.
2: So my short range bonus is a Five. So 17 plus 5 is 22. And I'm going to roll. 11 successes. Holy 11 crap. successes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Are so you sure your settings men. are right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll two Have and And two sevens. All right. So All right. You, you said 11 successes? 11 successes. All right. So you got seven threshold successes on the attack. And so now you need to roll your weapons
2: damage. The damage is 12. Now, do I add anything to it, or is it just raw 12? No, it's it's 12 plus your threshold successes,
1: minus 6 for soak for these guys. 10 successes. Oh, my goodness. All right. So so as you roll to the left, uh, fl- gouts of flame from these men's uh Flame pieces are all just sort of discharging in the in the air around you. Uh, You can definitely feel the heat on your face as you're making your roll, but none of the none of the shots are direct hits. You're able to essentially get away from all of that. But when you come out of your crouching or firing, you fan the hammer three times, and all three men just fall out of their saddles to the ground. (laughs) Jeez, (laughs) and. Uh, Behind them, you see Mr. J. He takes one look back at what just happened, and he spurs his horse as hard as he can. The horse, the smell of which you remember (laughs) very well. And it tears off running in the night, uh, out like toward the desert, away from the center of town. Because remember, the angry picket's right in the middle of town. And right now, as it being essentially close to midnight, uh, the, the the town square is dark, except for lanterns that are hanging on the angry picket. And you can see the outline of other wooden and adobe buildings just kind of sitting nearby. And a couple of them have lights in the windows, you know, low candles and things like that. But for the most part, this is a dark night. The maidens and the stars overhead uh, give a little bit of light. Luna is, you know, at about... Uh, just sort of like a a thumbnail of a moon. And so it's a fairly dark night and this guy is just tearing off. You can see the, the dust, the the sand being kicked up by the horse's hooves as he heads on out of town.
2: So the horse he was riding on is recognizable. Yes. The horse.
1: Yeah. Now the three horses that were sitting under the men, uh, they, they begin to start panicking and heading off in different directions. All right. So now without, any of you actually having a horse under your butt at the moment (laughs) Uh, none of you have the ability to simply catch this man unless you have some sort of like speed charms or whatever that might be able to catch a horse but uh, we're essentially out of combat until you can decide how you're going to either hunt him down or do something else So, so at this point what would you like to do and Vutes it actually it actually was your turn next so why don't you go ahead and describe what you did in the in that exact moment after Riley jumped through the door or jumped through the hole and you heard the sounds of, of fire outside
4: yeah well my first thought is is, is that should never have come here and, and I'm actually patting myself across my body to make sure that I don't have any uh, any <laughs> uh, like shards of wood sticking out of me and I'm, I'm just looking at Jax like Jax Jax what we, we could have died
1: yes we could have but yet here we are, alive, right now, in this room. There is one man who has been blown completely apart from the waist up. Uh, he he is beyond help. There there you is don't another man. Know. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we can say. we will remake him. <laughs> All right. So in the in the room are Tarek, the Dune Walker, who is. Uh, the man who sort of almost is like a like dirty not shaven whatsoever his long beard he's almost like some sort of like western version of a barbarian uh he was hit by a a good deal of the shrapnel Uh, he is bleeding from several places most of them look superficial garum the magistrate was the one who was completely demolished and yaga redstones took a crossbow bolt in the chest and you can see that there are like black veins now growing up the side of his neck from underneath the collar of his shirt and he is very much in pain ah! Ah! and also in the room is bulan Ithamson, who was sort of a wealthy man who seemed excited to be here he was spared from most of the damage by the table that mr jay set up Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so he is he is not hurt currently but he is very much uh flustered by this whole thing and he is almost about to lose his crap in this room. Oh, oh my goodness. Yaga, what what in the world has happened? What why am I, why am I here? What am I ah! he's got his fingers in his ears and he is in total <laughs> panic mode.
3: Okay, so I will grab him by I will grab him roughly by the front of his shirt and forcefully and sharply pull him close to where he's about a hand's breadth away from my face to try to, hopefully that sharp motion will snap him out of it a bit and I'll tell oh, him. Oh yeah, his
1: eyes are very wide. Okay. <laughs> Look,
3: man, you were spared for some reason. Now, make yourself useful, go get some cloths, get some hot water. This man needs our help. And I'll release uh, some. Uh,
1: uh, what? <laughs> I, 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 what do you expect? Cloths? Hot what?
3: get it now or you'll be joining him he
1: stumbles over to the door and he grabs a handle
3: i'll point at yaga redstone and say do as i say or you'll join him pointing to
1: the clearly dying man (laughs) he's he like puts his hand across his face and just just like runs it down the length of his face and shakes his head and pulls the door open and stumbles out into the main part of the building where you can now hear many people on the inside uh making some very scared and interested noises as to what just happened on this side of the building and so you hear a lot of people questioning Bulan as he moves through the other room and you hear him call out something about cloths and hot water.
3: Oh, okay. Got it. I thought he was running. Okay, so I'll no. kneel down beside Yaga and, you know, kind of examine the wound and then I'll ask him, friend, why has this happened?
1: He can almost not even seem to understand anything that you're saying as you pull his shirt open to kind of see where this thing entered his flesh there are like tendrils of black moving away from the wound some of them go as far as to go all the way up his neck at this point and so whatever it is has entered his bloodstream and is causing him severe pain that is just overriding all all forms of communication at this point
3: okay so i'll kind of like sit over his legs and pull him up uh, a little off the floor and say, look, man, you're dying. Tell me why this happened
1: so we can avenge you. Vutes, what are you doing during the, during all of this part of the interaction here?
4: Um, I actually have gone over to uh, Dunewalker because um, I feel kind of a kinship with him, somebody who's kind of an outcast, and I'm leaned down over him, and as I'm kind of checking him out and looking at the damage, uh, I look over to
1: Riley who's standing out in the street, and I scream, Lawmaker, come in here, quick! Riley, what are you up to outside? Your um, man's running away on the horse you know this, Right, of.
2: he just ran away
1: and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, sorry. I'm sorry. I totally ended a
2: sentence with a preposition, and I'm, I That's, apologize that's really.
3: totally what I was laughing at. You know me so well.
2: Actually, Riley is going to jump on the closest horse and uh, try to bring it under control, thinking that he's going to need some way to, to chase after Mr. J. Lawman, if you need a ride, I can give you one But get in here now
1: Vutes is still yelling stuff at you from the inside However, you are trying to grab this horse And so I think you're going to need to make A dexterity plus ride check Okay. To see if you can grab this, this horse and get him under control
3: This is the one with the butt scent that he doesn't know, right? He does not
1: he does not know the scent of this horse. This,
3: well now this horse's does. anus is strange to me. <laughs>
2: Now that Corey knows the difficulty, or how many dice I'm rolling, the difficulty slowly going. Up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no. No, you no. don't have I,
2: tools, and <laughs> I, I said the difficulty before I knew how many dice you were rolling. I failed, but did not botch. Oh, okay. So, so the uh, horse maybe tried- maybe Vutes kind of distracted me at the last second when I uh, when I reached <laughs> up right like, you reached up you grabbed the bridle
1: and you tried to put your foot in the stirrup as the thing was moving but it just it sort of shakes you off and it heads off into the night as well and so it leaves you kind of standing there and now the other two horses have moved off a little farther uh, you know farther away in order to make it kind of hard to go gri- get
2: them yeah especially with uh, uh, riley the gets side. just like just like <clears throat> like a frustrated and then turns and uh he uh, gathers his senses and looks at Vutes and heads back in t- through the hole that he jumped out of. All right. And inside, meanwhile, Yaga is just going, ah,
1: I, I don't know. Katie, ah, stop this?
3: I don't have any medicine. Um, I'll look over to Vutes and say, um, Wild Man, do you know how to stop poisons? Because uh, that's what I'm assuming it is.
4: I... I've, I've never had the need to learn. I, I've, I've, I've uh, no,
3: I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, where is that man with the cloth
2: and water? <laughs> <laughs> there, the the uh, serving Meanwhile, girl. Meanwhile, back at the bar, yeah, he told <laughs> me to get cloth and water, and uh, I told all him all they where had to was go.
1: Zima and napkins. <laughs> 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 Will this do? <laughs> And just the
4: one cloth that they wipe down the bar (laughs) and the glasses with.
1: (laughs) So the serving girl does, she, she, she pokes her head in the hole. What happened in here? But you do notice that she does have a cloth in her hand. (laughs) Okay. You're not sure if it's wet or not.
3: I will, uh, I'll hop up and I'll go grab the cloth and, uh, I'll grab, there's a, there's an overturned tankard on the counter that still has a little bit of water in it, or at least I hope it's water, not liquor. And I'll go back over to Yaga and I'll dump the water, uh, fingers crossed on the rag. And then um, I'll put it cause I don't know medicine. So, um,
1: <laughs> and it's impossible to know if
3: it's water or something else. Right. Um, I'll...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol has no smell.
3: Does oh, it smell no, no, no. Like I mean, I meant because um, <laughs> I'm going to pull the crossbow bolt out. Oh, no, I see. Yeah. So um, I'll have the cloth ready and I'll tell him, this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. And I'll like yank the crossbow bolt out and quickly put the uh, cloth over the wound and apply some pressure.
2: What hurts me is your cliches. <laughs> is what? <laughs> your cliches. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was like, cliches. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> what I heard too. <laughs> All right, so you're able to get it out. He screams just an ear piercing scream, and two more faces show up at the door saying, What on earth was that? Here, y'all need some water? All right, so right now, Yaga Redstones is going to roll his stamina plus resistance to see if he is able to reduce the duration of this poison at all. And he actually got three successes on four dice. Holy cow. Yaga Redstones must be wearing a lucky ring or something. <laughs> Ooh, I want to steal it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so your help of pulling out the, the poison bolt plus uh, applying some pressure to the wound seems to be helping somewhat. And, uh, you can tell that he is experiencing some relief now that that's happened. Although a lot of blood is beginning to pour from this wound and the rag is just soaked immediately. And as I said before, there's now a man at the door with uh, a bucket of water and another rag. It is not Bulin, but apparently it's someone that was fetched by Bulin's comet. So, so he's coming in. I heard someone needed this. Oh my goodness. What happened to the wall? Put the bucket down. Give me the cloth he does so okay
3: yeah and i'll just i'll switch it out and i'll have him basically rinse the cloth in the bucket of water and then wring it out as much as he can and i'll just kind of cycle these cloths to try to keep the wound pressured
1: pressurized he's definitely making some sort of recovery he's he's seems to be a little bit better off than he was a few moments ago the uh the black veins on the side of his neck are beginning to subside and he's a little bit more in control of himself he's settling down lawman can you detect the poison that's on that bolt
2: no (laughs) 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 oh man okay
3: um so i guess i will i will use an instill action on yaga to um You know, I'm not really sure if he's... Clearly, those two guys have some kind of history, or at least that's what Jax is assuming. And maybe he's not wanting to tell us what's going on. Maybe the reason for this attack was because of some kind of illicit activities that put the two at odds or whatever. So I'm going to attempt and instill action to persuade him to tell me why this attack happened. Okay. As he clearly begins the first stages of minor recovery from the poison now that the poisoned ammunition has been removed from his chest and he seems to be a little more at ease. I'm going to take one of those cloths and leave it a little damp and put it over his forehead to kind of cool him off and then (sighs) kind of help him get comfortable on the ground and then uh, lean down and say Yaga. Why did that man do this? Was he after you? Was he after Bulin?
1: I don't know. He probably after my probably after my my wares. My what my goods wares? I'm a stone trader. Gem trader. Ah uh, Have you seen uh, him before? No,
3: tonight was the first time. And what's so precious about your gemstones that he would try to murder dozens of people? The value is
1: almost incalculable, boy. Why else would anybody try to rob someone who was carrying that kind of wealth?
3: Okay, so it's just because I don't know the in-game ramifications. Like, has he displayed any kind of wealth that would make my character understand that?
1: Well, he is a well-known gem trader to these parts and he comes through here you know usually once or twice a year with uh with a fairly decent size contingency and uh even tonight i mean he's he's very well dressed and has been you know everyone's sort of been using his dice which are you know made of glowstone this like red glowing stone uh which is where he gets his name and so uh, he is rather ostentatious with, okay. the, with the, sort of the things he wears.
3: Who else was at the table that is still alive?
1: Taruk. Taruk. Uh, okay. Yeah, he, he's the sort of barbarian looking dude over in the corner that Vutes has been kind of taking care of. And then, of course, Bulin, who took off uh, to go get the water and the rag, but it he also returned. did not come
2: back. Riley Riley is not saying anything, but he is visibly antsy. He keeps looking out the hole and he keeps looking around at what's going on, but he's not saying anything, but you could tell he is very impatient.
3: Okay, so sensing his obvious impatience, I'll point towards the door and say, Riley, Bulin went out that way and he hasn't returned. Go see if he's still here. Bring him back and we can ask him some questions.
2: The man that caused all this problems is leaving, and we're letting him get away. We can't catch him. He already has too great of a head start. Vutes can track him. You know I can.
3: Well, then the distance doesn't matter.
2: Well, if we catch him alone, it's going to be a lot easier to kill him.
3: And I like kind of motion at the what? What? What would you say? Like a dozen people that have been injured more in this room?
2: Yeah. No,
1: no, it's just. It's just those who are sitting at the cartel. Oh,
3: okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I'll kind of motion around to the damage done to the end, but mostly to the damage done to these people and say, you expect us to just leave these men to potentially just die?
2: Well, Jax, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a carpenter, so I can't fix any of the problems here, but I do have this devil caster and I could shoot that man right in the face and get some justice.
3: Okay, I'll take a couple steps over towards Riley and, you know, get close enough where I'm just starting to, like, break that personal barrier that everybody has. And not really angrily, but frustrated, say, look, man, I'm not a doctor or carpenter either. But we both know that we have a responsibility to help those who can't help themselves. What are you talking about? What do you mean what I'm, you know what I'm talking about.
2: Riley looks at Vutes, kind of puzzled,
3: and then looks back at Jax. I will spend one mote of essence to illuminate my cast sign on my forehead. And then I'll reiterate myself very slowly, never breaking eye contact with Riley and saying, you know.
2: All right, what do you want me to
3: do? Bulin ran off. He's the only other witness we have to this crime. If he knows who that man is, he may be able to tell us exactly where to find him, what other reinforcements he might have. Go see if he's out there, and if he's not or and if he is, wrangle him up and bring him back in here so we can question him.
2: Alright, it's better than standing around here watching people die. So uh Riley's gonna run in that direction that Jack's pointed. Alright, so you're heading back through the inn and just sort
1: of looking around, uh you do not see
2: Bulin in this room. (laughs)
1: Hmm.
2: Do not care for Bulin. Riley's going to walk back into the room and I want to find Bulin's chair. He's going to sniff it. (laughs) He's doggone right. (laughs) Now I'll know this
3: anus from till the end of time.
2: Does it always have to be the anus. It could be back sweat. I'm sorry. What, what now, else? How do you put is on that the better? It's
3: better than. I the would anus. know this. I would know the smell of the curve of this man's back <laughs> anywhere.
0: It sounds just as creepy. Yeah.
3: No, I actually think that's a cool ability. It is.
1: It is. Absolutely. But I'm
3: going to laugh almost every time. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right you, you're, you're able to find his chair it, it's one of the ones that fell over in the midst of all of this but you find it what are you going to
2: do with it uh i'm gonna break break the chair in half like from the the, the back from the seat and then okay. hold the back where his back would have been because you know if you're sitting there playing dice for hours on end you're going to have back sweat so he's going to try to just get a an idea of what this guy's scent is using his um His charms. And and does that charm come with a cost? We're going to use three motes of personal to enact keen taste and smell technique, which will give me a plus two bonus to survival rolls.
1: You're heading out of the angry picket and into the town, right? Through, I guess, like the front door this time. All right. So you will need to be rolling your perception plus awareness plus your two additional uh dice from the charm to see if you can track this dude by scent across the town. Riley is off, you know, just kind of wandering through the town trying to pick up on this man's scent and tracking him across the streets and whatnot. And so while he's doing that, what are vutes and Jacks doing?
4: Yeah, I would I would like to to see if I could help uh is it Tarek Doonwalker? Is that his name?
1: Mm-hmm. But you don't right, call now, him Doomwalker. Yeah, no one calls him that. But uh, he is uh, hes sort of superficially cut and hurt. And you, you can tell that. I mean, he's shaken, but he's hes okay. beginning to get his wits back about him. And he's hes not really all that amicable toward, like, your attempts to you know, put your hands <laughs> on yeah. him. And yeah, I kind of figured else. that. Yeah, he's okay. He's I just very that. grunty. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <It's> so, fine, <throat> I'm fine. So uh,
4: I turn to Jax and I just say, what do you want me to do?
3: Man, I'm not supposed to be the leader. All right, so... We need to find the other guy we need to find mr j's trail, which I can't do. We don't need to follow it, but we need to make sure like that it's there and then well, I don't know now, I guess question Taruk to see if he knows who this guy was and why this happened um and if he doesn't, then we just need to wait for Riley to get back and head out and chase down mr j
4: so at this point i I don't know if i've uh called my uh Yetim yet so i'm you just gonna met. i'm gonna i have not so at this point i'm gonna uh use i'm gonna use one of my motes uh for master horseman horse summoning whistle and the way i imagine happening is that he he puts his uh fingers into his mouth and lets out a whistle but that's so loud it sounds kind of like sonar that's underwater you know where it kind of like dings uh throughout mm-hmm. the area so that's what he's gonna do and call his Yetim to him
1: All right, now the thunderous footfalls of this Yedim essentially just like shake what's left of the wall. And uh, even Riley, who has just now made his way to the door of a very, one of the only nice looking homes in the town, mostly adobe with some uh, wooden trim work around windows and doors and that kind of thing and a a low rail outside around a, a fairly large porch. You've made your way to this house, and you found that you know the the scent stops here. It goes inside, so you feel like you have tracked this man uh, to wherever he's gone. But as you're standing there at the door, you can hear this, (laughs) and there's the ground just shakes as this enormous, shaggy, eighteen foot tall Yetem charges into the town from the dark night of the desert and is just running its way toward the angry picket. And so Riley, I assume that you are just like, what, you know, like <laughs> you kind of, you kind of step back from the door for a second and see this humongous thing go charging through the town. And it's heading right to where, uh, your companions were last seen over there. So, so that's happening while you're at the door. Now, what are you doing at the door?
2: I, I think that I would pause and just I think that I found him. So Right. I, I think I what I what I would do is just stop and look at this spectacle charging through the town and see if it's gonna like crash <laughs> into like the, the building or state. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. What in the heck is that?
1: The Yedem now approaches the hole in the side of the angry picket and comes to a stop right outside.
3: Jax looks over and says, "What the heck is that?" It's my
0: <laughs> ride. It's
4: my ride. <laughs> when we're ready, he'll be uh, he'll be invaluable to us. Going after because he'll Mr. eat J.
3: all of the bad guys between us and our target. What? <laughs> <laughs> eating eating people? No, no, no. He's he's a vegetarian. He's a
4: no. <laughs>
2: If it doesn't look like the Yetem's doing anything dangerous, uh, yeah, just Riley's just going to turn and he's going to knock on the door. Are you knocking loudly or softly? I'm lo- I'm I'm knocking like the police. Okay. <laughs> All right, because that's so, what I am. The door the
1: door uh, <laughs> does open a hair, and you see the eye of Bulin looking out at you, and it just immediately gets larger when he sees you. Snatch and it out
3: of his face. His eye? Yes. Kill kill Bill style. Kill Bill. That's uh, eagle claw technique.
2: technique. I'm going to enact eye plucking technique. Uh,
1: Give that eye a good sniff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now I have your sight too. (laughs) All right. He says, you, what are you doing at my house? I was about to ask you the same thing. Living here? <laughs> Step outside.
1: He he opens the door a little wider, especially when he sees that you're alone. And he says, "Mr. Riley, isn't it? Is I, I believe so. Uh, listen, my place was not there in that in that back room. After all that went down tonight, I just wanted to be home. It's not the way I it's not the way I envisioned spending the evening myself. I am you? very sorry for Mr. Garam. Uh, I." Uh, that that is that's a horrible thing he like still wiping some some blood off of his face and he he's gotten a, a towel himself in one of his hands he's just kind of trying to wipe himself it's like i don't think i'll ever be able to sleep tonight or any other night for the next couple of months after seeing that
2: are you done um,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I, I, he, he like looks down at the rag and he can see that he's got more blood on it
2: I, i'm afraid i'm going to need a full bath what can you tell me about mr J? I'm sure that all I know of
1: Mr. J is all that you know. Tonight was the first night I ever laid eyes on the man.
2: You were sitting at the table when he walked in. That's the first time you've seen him? First time. I swear it. So what do you make of what happened in there? Well, you know, Yaga, he's a wealthy man.
1: And he he carries m- many, many valuable stones north to sell in places like paragon and and and
2: chiaroscuro i maybe it's motivated by his wealth or his goods i i don't know you remember that feller sitting at the table named jacks yeah yes i do he wants to talk to you now if you stay here at your house then i'll just bring him over to ask you a couple of questions and you were never there you understand me um if i come back here and you're gone i'm gonna get you look okay. i i i think i understand i i stay here uh, all right.
1: I, I, where where else would I go? Um, this is my home. I don't want to be out there in the midst of all of this mess going on.
2: Well, you don't because you might have been the one that was supposed to catch that bullet. That dart that went in the Yabba's chest. So you better stay locked oh, up tight. I never considered that. All right. Yes. Y- y- I, I, this door will stay closed. I, I'll do a special knock. Three knocks, then two knocks. You'll know it's me. Don't open for anyone else okay Yes. I keep, I'll keep you safe. He closes the door uh Riley turns around and goes idiot and then just walks <laughs> <laughs> He walks back towards the um the angry picket to get to meet up with Jackson Buttes. all right, so what's going down with Jackson Buttes right now
3: so while Riley's gone, we'll just kind of tend to the wounded as best we can and help basically just kind of help tidy up reassure people that whatever danger occurred has passed and that there's nothing else that they need to worry about and we'll try to respectfully deal with garum's gibbed corpse okay (laughs) (laughs) question have squeegees been invented yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's a it's like a two dot artifact
3: Oh gosh.
1: <laughs> 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 all right so riley That's finally stupid. makes his way he makes his
2: way back into the room i found him
3: assuming that riley you know says what that guy said then i'll just look back at him and say well then i, I think it's clear he doesn't know anything and our best bet now is just to go after mr J. Wouldn't you agree? Well,
2: of course that sounds like a good idea. That's the one I had about 20 minutes ago. (laughs) This is true. He did have that idea like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Yes,
3: there were also people who needed assistance 20 minutes ago. And I'm okay with helping people.
2: I didn't help anybody. But I did find your man.
3: And he's staying put, yes?
2: Yeah, I, I got him pretty scared.
3: All right, so my plan then is to just basically help slash clean up to the point where I can leave without feeling guilty. <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? Like, oh, yeah. I've done enough, now we can go.
1: Right. And other people are coming into the room and trying to assist with the recovering Yaga Redstones and uh Taruk has just kind of shooken off all help and he is like wanting to get out of there. Okay. Um right as
3: um I kind of turn over Yaga Redstone last. I make sure that um, I'll direct some people to deal with Garam's body and attempt and fail to have people help out Taruk because <laughs> he smacks him away. Um, and then when people come to help carry Yaga out, I would actually like to use Lightning Hand Slight. Although, I don't Ooh. know. I, I'm basically going to real quick see if there's something of extreme value on Yaga like his dice um, or gemstones since he was saying he was a gem trader and steal them
1: okay alright so are you you wanting to take the dice? yes alright so he does not have any charms to oppose that and so (laughs) if you activate that charm you will just simply be able to steal his dice and also uh, he does have one other precious stone Ooh. like on his person and it is a well you can look at it later but okay. you do you do you know you you sense it in uh in like a pocket as you're kind of you know touching him like sneakily patting him down and you remove the two dice that he's been using and another stone that feels uh you know cut in such a way as to be a, oh, a precious stone okay right and so cool. it just like kind of disappears into your pocket cool does uh,
2: riley notice this he does not unless he's using a charm to um, well i have a, a charm that's active all the time unless charles used that special charm that can't be identified it is that one okay then i don't notice it <laughs> okay just checking S- such a good charm <laughs> they'll sure notice you, in you like five
3: down. minutes that something's gone though that's the catch right.
2: Riley's right. going to go to the three corpses that are laying outside and uh, kind of look through and see if he could gather any kind of evidence about right. where they've been or where they're coming from.
1: So as you as you search through these men, uh, they, they each one of them have pockets that are, you know, sort of in various places. Uh, there's there's like a pouch here on a belt. Uh, some uh, down in pockets are stuffed. These gemstones. As if they have made Hmm. off with some treasure sort of hastily. And so, uh, you know, they have pockets full and little drawstring bags, leather drawstring bags, Hmm. full of these little stones. And, uh, you know, just kind of thinking back to that moment where you saw them in the street uh, each one of their saddles also had, you know, fairly, fairly bulging saddlebags.
2: Uh, Riley's going to relieve them of their fire wand dust. Okay. All right. And then each one of them has like sort of a small little horn, like powder horn. Right. Yeah. I'm going to take that. Dust. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick my head in the hole. <laughs> well, you guys ready?
3: <laughs> I'll kind of mutter under my breath, coming Mother. <laughs> and then I'll uh, <laughs> I'll pat Vutes on the way out and say, you ready to go, friend?
4: Yes, of course. Plenty well, of fellas, without.
2: what we have here is just a case of robbery. Those men over there are loaded down with gemstones. Looks like they may have hit uh, Yava's caravan and put tried to put him down so that he couldn't go intervene.
3: So what do we do now, then?
2: Well... I guess we uh we track this Mr. J and find out where where he is. Is simple robbery really worth pursuing
4: someone all the way across the desert? Seems like the uh seems like an extreme measure for a simple case of
2: stealing. Well I got this itch called a need for justice that's gotta be scratched. And I just can't let this go. Also remember, um, Riley
1: that you remember the smell of the horse that Mr. J rode off on.
2: I do, but I I haven't, <laughs> I don't want them to think this is personal, so I've kept it to myself. Okay. We right. We
3: at least have to, as much as I hate to admit it, we can't let this, we have to bring this man to justice for hurting so many people.
4: Yeah, the killing. I don't like the killing.
2: I got no problem with it yeah you look like so
3: <laughs> let's get on your weird donkey thing and go after him
4: and, and on on top of rolls back there's actually like a an oversized saddle kind of thing that actually uh accommodates um several people being able to sit up there comfortably
1: i'm imagining the kind of open basket like arrangement yeah on yeah, of that's I mean, yeah that's what from i yeah mean. that's
2: from avatar the last day i was ben gonna movie. ask if he could fly
4: <laughs> yep, uh, yep. I, I wish I could. I wish I could. I thought I
1: could, but I misread one of the charms, alas. Yeah. <laughs> did you paint a big blue arrow on his uh, forehead? I did, but then I washed it off when I
4: realized uh, the uh, right. potential copyright problem. Copyright so. infringement, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not open domain yet, or public domain. All so, right, uh, so
1: everyone is climbing up into this uh, saddle. Is that correct? All, all three of you? Yes.
3: oh wait yeah because uh riley didn't manage to stop any of the horses right
2: no i I didn't but riley might have a horse of his own in town i don't know i do so are you getting on the big thing or not i don't know how are we gonna track this thing if we're all 20 feet in the air somebody's gonna have to get on the ground right
1: well i mean i would say that it would you know if you're if you're riding on top of it it would present like maybe one additional difficulty you know, just to try
2: but I mean you are following somebody across the sand. True. You know. Well I guess now you would dark. track you would track the general direction and then get back up and head that direction until you either right. lost the trail or or right. something. And then you would try yeah, to find it there. again. Exactly. All right. Riley is going to go grab his his horse and bring I it back. I
1: imagine he's at like a hitching post sort of near the uh the front of the angry picket, probably. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's he's Perfectly fine. The sounds of explosions and gunfire, gunfire don't don't phase him at all.
1: Right.
4: As he goes to get his horse, I turn to Jackson. I say, um, "I guess the smell doesn't bother you as much as it bothers him." Apparently,
3: he has a sensitive nose. <laughs> no, I don't say. I this, wouldn't know that. This um, is <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> See the way he smelled that chair. <laughs> um,
3: no, I'll I'll say teak. Um, it's, it's not as bad as the poor quarter of a city.
1: All right. So to track this man across the desert, you're going to be, you're going to need to make a perception plus survival roll. Okay. And it's going to be contested against his wits plus survival. If he's attempting to cover his tracks.
4: Well, I'm going to use my essence drawing technique from my spirit, uh, spirit time companion to add a total of five from him. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to spend a willpower to add another die. And then can I oh, add... that just
1: adds a success.
4: Oh, that just adds a success. Okay, then I'll use a willpower to add it, at least one success. And then if I wanted to go ahead and spend four more, because my total is nine. Okay. So if I wanted to add four more through moats, yeah. I could do that? You can. Okay, so that should give me a total of uh, 18 rolls then with an automatic success through willpower.
1: Right? That's right. Okay, yep. so I'm going to roll it 11 <laughs> successes. Oh, so even in the dark, uh, in the desert, you are able to sort of easily track this man's horse's foot falls through the desert. I mean, like they, they leave pretty, pretty big gouges in the sand. And even when it reaches an area where there are more tracks kind of overlaying uh, his own, you're still able to easily track him. And so uh, as the three of you ride off on this enormous animal and then, you know, Riley on his horse, you ride out into the darkness uh, for a good, I would say, 10, 15 minutes, just following the tracks, uh, making your way across the desert in the dark. And then up ahead, there is like behind the next sort of big dune. You can see, based on the other dunes that are around it, that there is some firelight that is reflected back so that you can tell that just on the other side of that dune is some sort of firelight. Your animals have been running fairly flat out, but in the sand, uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of dampening of the sound and the impact, even of a yetim uh, out in the middle of the night. So it, it's not at all just you know automatically assumed that you've been heard. Not yet, anyway. Mm. You, I mean, by the time you see the firelight, you're still fairly distant. Well, I think what we're looking for is right over that hill,
4: boys.
2: I can't hear you. I'm on a horse.
0: <laughs> I said!
2: <laughs> I shout
4: down to Riley.
0: <laughs>
4: so, well, I guess I, I guess I don't
2: need to whisper. Um, probably just say, I think what we're looking for is right over that hill, boys. Uh, Riley pulls up, like, uh, comes up alongside the Yetim and like slows his horse to a trot and then drops off of him, kind of leads him over. And, um, I don't know. I'm going to tie him off to the Yetim for (laughs) now. He does shy back
1: just a little bit from this like sort of strange arrangement, uh, but, but seems to settle down with your, uh, with your comforting.
3: I can sneak up to the Ridge and sneak a peek. If you want me to do a little bit of recon,
1: i think that's smart right you're gonna need to roll your dexterity plus stealth
3: as i jump off the yetim um it's it's like an 18 foot drop (laughs) 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 i'll um hit the ground and immediately tuck into a roll but instead of coming back up to a the standing position i'll kind of like low crawl and then when i get near the crest of the dune i'll go on to my belly and uh crawl even further i got four successes
1: all right so you're able to kind of sneak up to the top of this dune and just kind of peek over and down below there are two wagons that have been unhitched from horses they're just kind of sitting there and there are a total of about seven somewhere between you know 15 and two dozen men just kind of like milling around down there. Some of them are, are reaching uh, into different, you know, into different uh, compartments and baskets and uh, containers on the wagons that are just throwing things out behind them. They're, it, they're essentially just, you know, completely ransacking these, these wagons. Uh, but at the same time, there are there's a, a smaller contingent uh, led by, you can see, Mr. J., over there uh, talking to several others and they look like they are gathering together uh, as much as they can carry and preparing to head out so while some of the men are still tearing through what's left of the wagons uh, about half of them are saddling up their horses and getting ready to head out all of them it looks like are fairly well armed Uh, you see you see scimitars uh, on the backs of most of them Uh, you also see quite a few uh, flame wands strapped to saddles and whatnot
3: so i'll kind of like slide back from the crest of the dune and uh after about 10 yards i'll get up and hustle back over to the other two and i'll relay that there's this group of you know 20 to 25 armed men with mr j down there and they're gearing up to head out very well armed
4: well, how do we want to go about this?
2: We obviously want to catch them before they get going.
3: Or do we want to follow them and see where they lead us?
2: Nah, this ends right here and right now. Mm-hmm. Riley starts untying the horse. Now, Send Riley, the Yetta man.
4: Uh, yeah, we're thinking the same thing. I'll go in first. <laughs> I'll cause a distraction with the with The,
2: little the donkey. <laughs> with the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll
4: cause a distraction with his, uh, his minions. You, t- you worry about getting Mr. Jax, okay? Mr. J. Sorry. <laughs> <Jack>. <laughs> I wall. got him. He's right, He's right here. here. <laughs> 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 Plot twist. I've Hold still caught. while I you smell worry you because... and shoot you. You worry about getting Mr. J. And
3: I'll help with the uh, with the army. You go after Mr. J. We'll take care of the rest of them.
4: Now, Jax, do you want to try to take him from up here or do you want to be up here with me from up on the dune or do you want to be up here with me? Because I'm going in with the uh, roll here.
3: I'll already have a tuft of his hair. I'm going to say, I'm not going to let you have all the fun. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I, I reach and I pull my bow out from knapsack and uh, ready to arrow. And I just give uh, Jax a grin and say, well, all right, you give me the signal, Riley, when you want me to go in.
2: So uh, Riley gets on the back of his horse, just kind of slowly trots up the hill where he can just see, almost see what's going on. And then... Waves his hand from, uh, you know, holds his hand over his head and then waves it down really quickly. So right when his hand drops,
4: uh, I turn to Jax and I say, hold on, I'm going to use the monkey leap technique. Uh, that I'm allowed to use with my uh, Yetim, I'm allowed to channel through that. Oh, this was <laughs> a mistake! This was
3: a mistake. <laughs> so we're gonna, yep, yep.
4: I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel the Yetim to charge up to the dune and jump as high in the air as oh he can oh, to goodness. land right in the middle of their encampment.
0: <laughs> all right awesome. and when we
4: land when we land we're just gonna start open fire and wreak havoc okay
1: <laughs> all right this is awesome
2: i did all not right, we... expect that technique.
3: i did not yet i'm already <laughs> buckled in <laughs> like this is happening to me <laughs>
1: All right, so this is going to be treated as a surprise attack because this is definitely a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> when you a have big a old giant... hairy hippo raining out of <laughs> the sky. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like probably more like a triceratops
2: in size, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. Would you say it was epic? <laughs> epic. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so everyone at this point is going to roll join battle. And we will then figure out the order. But you guys will get a surprise attack, which means everyone's defense will be too lower than normal in your first attack.
3: When it's kind of like at the height of its jump, I'm going to jump off to one side. And on my way down, I'm going to rain uh,
1: knives on these guys. Ooh, nice. Yes. All right, good, 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 good. All right, roll that beautiful bean footage, guys.
2: Um, as soon as um, as soon as the uh, thing uh, the Yetem goes into the air, I'm, Riley just looks up. He's like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then like he just takes off right in with the with the di- uh, Devilcaster in his in his hand, and he's heading a beeline right for Mister J. All right, is he on a horse? yes is, is riley on a horse okay yes
1: give me give me some rolls for initiative here i got jack got wits, 12. wits plus awareness 12 successes yeah oh my gosh did you roll <laughs> well, uh, that's, stunting that's
3: total yeah so that did includes stunt? stunts and that includes oh,
1: spinning that's what you rolled right that's the number of successes you rolled so i'm adding three to it to get your initiative right N-
3: oh it's three that's right no i roll then my initiative is a nine so yep. you
1: rolled six successes yes Okay, I got you. And now, uh, what about Riley and Butes? What do you guys I got?
2: rolled nine successes.
0: <laughs> All
2: right,
1: so Plus you're at an initial 12? Yes. Yeah, you're at an initial of 12. And Vutes? So the
4: impact, I think, uh, jolted him a little bit because I only rolled four successes both for
1: Roll and for Butes. All right, so you're at seven. All right, so first to act is going to be Riley. So here are the combatants we have Riley, Vutes, and Jax. We also have a roll and then we have Mr. J as sort of a separate individual from the rest of the gang. Okay. So the gang is acting as a single battle group. Mr. J is acting as an individual.
2: All right. So Riley, it is your turn. All right. It looks like Riley actually acts before the impact hits the ground. Yes. So when Riley crests the top of the hill, he, he, I guess he didn't anticipate how quickly he was moving that horse he's like well you know thinking to himself i look like looks like i'm going to be the one to to get their attention and they'll never see it coming from above <laughs> oh, so, yes when he gets up there he goes mr j and then points the devil caster right at him and unleashes a withering attack on mr j all right mr j just his face just snaps
1: around to see you you see this massive surprise in his face but but So about two dozen other
2: people are now looking up at you also and then you see the eyes. Wait a minute. minute. If I make a decisive attack, he has no hardness right now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do it. Decisive. I'm I'm going for the jugular. Let's do a decisive attack. So he looks up, he sees you, he is shocked.
1: Other people look up and see you. Then you see about half of them look up higher than you. (laughs) (laughs) And And begin pointing out of the sky. All right, so yes, you're in a really good place to make a decisive attack because you're uh, you have 12 initiative at the moment. You are going. You are essentially at medium range at this point.
2: I'm not going to be able to make the shot. Why not? Because the uh, devil caster is. Short I have to take an aim action in order to. Uh, to Do you not have triple medium.
3: distance attack
1: technique? Oh wait, that's <laughs> thrown. Never mind. You also can. Uh, can you
2: not? Can you flurry an aim? no you can't I think you're specifically for no, you forbidden. have to aim I guess I'm going to charge in and take the shot on the horse can I do that can I make a move and an attack and, and get close to range to short or is that
1: the horse does definitely give you some uh, some leeway here we'll yeah we'll say that you can go ahead that you, that you sort of start at medium range at the top of the hill and the horse can close you to short
2: range alright so come charging in and make a decisive attack okay
0: Shooter! Shooter!
2: All right, I've never made a decisive attack right off the rip before. <laughs> um, so I roll my initiative plus. No, that's no it. first you have to roll. You roll your
1: dexterity plus archery uh, to see if you can hit.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah, but you don't roll your weapon's accuracy on a decisive attack.
2: Can I just add some dice so I can roll more? But it ain't gonna help me none. It'll just make it will help
1: the damage, but you can make sure that you hit. Although he's he's at a minus two penalty to his evasion at this point anyway. I mean, you could you could
2: spend five and you'd get
3: that back next round. There's Uh, no reason not to spend that five.
1: Well, because he is a little down from the last time. He's been spending moats and he hasn't gotten all that many back. So yeah, but uh,
2: I got thirty three of peripheral in the hopper. All right, so I'm gonna roll seventeen dice. All right, thirteen successes. All right, so you hit him. So now you're gonna roll.
1: Now you you're only needed roll the one 12 damage. <laughs> yeah, you only you literally only needed one because his evasion was at one, uh, because of the reduction for the surprise attack. So uh, now you're gonna roll your twelve initiative dice to see how
2: much damage you do. Twelve initiative. Mm-hmm. So you don't use weapon damage on this roll, right? You do not. Okay. Twelve dice. Here we go. Six successes.
1: Ooh, nice. You fire. The gun goes off as you ride in. It takes Mr. J in the right side of his breast. He spins around, and he he was not actually on a horse at the moment. He was helping other people get onto their horses. But he spins around and goes down on a knee, clutching his chest. And you can tell that you hurt him extremely badly. Uh, But he is not dead but he is hurt very badly. All right. So it is Jax's turn. Jax is raining down from above.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Throwing knives like a mo.
3: All right. Um, so what range increment am I at from them?
1: Well, I mean with the jump. So, so roll jumped, you jumped off and now, you know, you've sort of been sailing through the air. We'll say you're at close range or at uh, short range as you start throwing.
3: Okay, so... Well, first things first, I'm going to spend a moat of peripheral essence to activate precision of the striking raptor, so my accuracy is going to be calculated at close range. And as I'm sailing down through the air, I'm just going to whip my hands back and forth, sending my knife uh, flying down and striking the enemies below me. And then as I land, I'll kind of do that... uh, stereotypical like superhero land where i have like one hand on the ground and one hand (laughs) stretched out wide and you know i'll spend two more motes we'll make it an even 20 dice yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right roll five successes
1: i was thinking the same five (laughs) yeah all right so that definitely hits them And you have four threshold successes. So then I would roll my
3: strength plus, well, I'd roll my damage roll plus threshold. One, two,
1: three.
3: Four successes.
1: All right. So, yes, you you do hit a few of them. You see men sort of like clutch where the knife hit them. And they are, you know, a couple of them went down. Others are taking cover behind uh, wagons and whatnot. And others are trying to organize some sort of defense. And it's at that moment that Vutes and Roll <laughs> slam down. <laughs> as as Vutes' arrows are also just, you know, kind of flying and peppering everybody. So go ahead and make your attack roll, Vutes.
4: Okay, so Vutes, yeah, as you said, he's, as he's uh, coming down on the ground, he just is, is peppering the guys with arrows, and he gets four successes and he's going to reflexively also instruct Yelta um, roll to just stomp out these guys. And he also is going <laughs> to roll, and he gets t- t- two successes. So just imagine, right. uh, just imagine this giant Yedim just like, uh, like, and then just stomping, boom, 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 <laughs> just recklessly, like not ne- even necessarily aiming at anything. And then this guy on the back just thew, 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 shooting arrows as fast as he can.
1: Right. Okay, so you're going to roll your damage first with the bow uh, mm-hmm. with three threshold successes, but you're subtracting six soaks. So take your damage roll uh, and essentially take your damage roll and subtract three.
4: Well, only one success.
1: Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So you, you are hitting people with the arrows, but you're not a super practiced archer, and uh, your, your arrows are just kind of... Uh, you know sticking in people's armor hit one gets hit here and there but the real damage is going to happen when roll hits the ground
4: now so roll. he needs to
1: roll <laughs> oh he gets no uh threshold successes well it but... does say
4: he for the yetim for the epic size his stat does say unopposed rolls versus smaller opponents
1: all right so he's got one threshold success and then of course there's six soak so it's it's like you're taking his damage and subtracting five four successes four more okay so at this point when roll lands he lands on like three guys (laughs) (laughs) and and part of the wagon right (laughs) and like so so one wagon just gets destroyed three guys are just gone like never to be seen again i mean just just bam slams down on them and folks are folks they don't know where they went and uh, and he's just he's also like moving his head back and forth and folks are flying off to either side, so uh, the the combination of jacks and butts and roll has caused several people to just flee into the woods on horses and on foot, and it's caused several people to just be instantly killed. And at this point, there is so much chaos in the ranks that. Uh, they're going to have to make a route check, yeah, because because they are dropping a a size category that like gains, and, and
2: their leader's got a crater in his chest
3: that gains right. <laughs> uh, either vutes and or roll, not only the one for the successful withering attack, but also five extra,
1: right. do you want to give that to yourself or to roll it's your choice yeah I'll give it to myself okay so I'm gonna you're up to 13 initiative now all right and they make their route check so they are they're still together they haven't all decided to just take off and flee but there are way fewer of them now than there were before there's only probably about eight of them left after once (laughs) it fled and after you've smushed them (laughs) and shot them and stabbed them Uh, There are very few left. All right. And at this point, Mr. J is going to attempt to get on his horse. Ah. And so he he makes a a mount action and jumps up on the back of the horse. But he is, I mean, he is really, really hurting. Uh, He's going to have to
2: roll to see if he can do it. He, isn't he like at a minus four? Minus four, that's right. Yeah.
1: And he oh, botched he the roll. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just, just falls just over sucked. into the mud. <laughs> he, he only rolled one die, and it was a one. So uh, Mr. J tries to get up on the horse and just doubles over in pain. The horse runs out from under him, and he falls prone on the ground. And the uh, the rest of the of the men out here are trying to mount some sort of defense and they're all kind of you know getting their weapons and whatnot and shots ring out all in the dark you know well there's there's campfires and whatnot here but the shots from various flame pieces and whatnot are just now exploding everywhere just as they're trying to shoot at you and of course uh they make the attack against all of you Mm -hmm. like one attack and it's it's compared to all of your uh defense values anybody want to stunt your defense here. I do, and and also use charms and whatnot. So are these these shots are going off. A couple of the guys who might be nearest to Jacks are actually pulling scimitars and you know trying to swing at him and whatnot. So you have lots of chaos going on. Okay, so I will as one of the
3: as two of the men come at me, brandishing scimitars. I will reverse the grip of my knife and. Not directly parry, but like meet their blades and use their own energy to guide it just uh, to the side of my body. And I'm also, at the same time, seeing these muzzle flashes, uh, attempting to keep these two men between myself and as many of the shooters as I possibly can.
1: All right. And and are you using any charms or whatnot? I'll spend four more motes to raise it
3: up to a total of seven. So my evasion is a seven.
1: What is your soak? Four.
3: They do hit you. You know what? I'm still going to spend four initiative to raise my evasion.
1: You'd have to spend six to get it out of Ooh, range.
3: Okay, never mind. You're right. That's too much. It's too. That's right. too
1: much. Okay. So uh, they do seven initiative damage to you. <laughs> 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 so your initiative has now uh, hit three. So you're at three. Okay. All right, Vutes, would you like to... How, how are you defending yourself? As I see the... Uh, fire what do we
4: call them fire sticks as he sees them um, going to call
3: them something different every time every time
4: yeah as we see the guns uh as he sees the fire guns wallet. pointing to him he knows that that roll as that has a very thick and strong hide so he actually like kind of slides down to the side holding on like to the hair of one side um so that way kind of using him as a as a as a shield essentially so okay
1: he, all right so what is your uh, you're gonna try to evade, I suppose. Yeah. So, what is your evasion?
4: Evasion is only a two.
1: All right, plus one for the stunt. So, what is your current soak? Eight. All right. So the the shots fired, uh, just sort of rain down all around you, and uh, forcing you to, to like you said, snuggle down into the into the saddle, into the the the, the basket, the seat, or whatever it is on top of roll. And, uh, but that does pin you down for a second, which is going to reduce your initiative by two. Okay. So uh, you're at 11 now as you're just kind of hunkering down up there. Jax has really been thrown back uh, and is just essentially fighting for his life here with some of these guys who have made a, a, a little bit of a second wind attempt to, to bring him down. <laughs> He's just barely keeping them at bay. All right. And now how about for Riley? Riley. Riley,
2: how are you? How are you trying to evade all of these
1: shots and whatnot?
2: As Riley takes a shot on Mr. J and rides past him, and uh, he he comes charging in again, or like he was turning himself around, and then these guys started attacking. Uh, while the horse is moving, he reaches down and loosens the strap, and the whole saddle slides underneath the bottom of the horse while he's holding on.
1: awesome all right that's going to be a two point stunt and so you're going to get
2: plus two to your evasion so what is your evasion my evasion is five with the plus two is now seven all right and i'm going to spend six motes of um peripheral okay and bring that up to a 10 evasion all right, so your your cast
1: mark is now glittering on your brow. Yes. Uh, as you do <laughs> Cause this, because we're out
2: in the desert.
1: But all of the shots, all of the shots go just way, you, you know, they, they completely miss you. You're able to dodge right through all of them. Just the storm of of fire exploding out of these flame pieces as you kind of continue riding around. Well, and I distracted them for him.
4: Right. <laughs> Shoot with me, not face. the man
1: on the horse. <laughs> right. I literally since, was willing
4: to take a bullet for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and since Roll has such a, a heavy hide anyway, and these guys are focusing mainly on the human opponents, we're just not even going to deal with him. So it brings us to our next round of combat, and each person gets back five motes of essence. Viewts, it is your turn at this point. So Viewts, seeing <laughs> that. uh that Jaxit was pinned
4: down a little bit. He's actually going to um, leap off himself while grabbing his uh, Tetsubo to join Jax on the ground. All
1: right, so, what are you going to use? Your bow or your Tetsubo? My Tetsubo. Th- yeah, he's going to be jumping,
4: right. off of, um, jumping off of jumping off of Roll and telling Roll to you know keep up the attack. And he's going to hop down and try He'll to swing this help. massive. Yeah. Swing.
1: All right, so go ahead and roll that. What's a Tetsubo? It's a massive club. Five successes with the Tetsubo. All right, and so that is a hit, and you have one threshold success.
4: So now it's damage plus the threshold success, right? Right. Okay.
1: Minus their soak, which is six. Three successes. All right, so you come in swinging. (laughs) (laughs) hitting a couple of the guys as you just wade into the thick of the melee here and you're kind of pushing them back away from Jax and uh, making a pretty good circle around the two of y'all where they, you, you've knocked one man to the ground and the others are sort of backing off from just this raw fury. You gain one initiative for a successful withering attack and it is Roll's turn.
4: Roll is just going to keep on stomping away. Keep on keeping All on right. like the Brady's just to Roll that say. attack.
1: Okay, so he gets four successes again. That is just enough to hit. No okay. threshold successes. So you're subtracting six soak from his uh, damage roll.
4: Oh, man. So another six dice.
1: One, only one success this time. Ah! <laughs> okay. All right, so Roll is just... He's stomping around and just smashing into people, knocking them back. You see another couple of men running for the hills, and... At this point, it's Mr. J's turn. He's laying on the ground. The, uh, the rest of his men are essentially running off into the hills at this point because we have filled up their their magnitude track again. And so with the attack of Vutes jumping off the back of Roll and then Roll just kind of smashing into several more, uh, the other men are, are essentially at this point, they're, t- they're turning tail and fleeing. A couple of them on horse, one of them on foot, just running off into the desert. And Mr. J lays there all alone, close to where Riley is is uh, still kind of trotting around on the horse. And he pulls himself up on one arm, and he has his flame piece, which he, you can see he's, he's he's like trying to to thumb the fuse on the thing, and he he points it one last time at Riley, and pulls the trigger with a decisive attack. No. Alright, Riley, what's happening?
2: Riley is going to All right, so basically to to clarify my last evasion, I loosened the strap and spun under, but I had enough yes. momentum to come back up and oh, lock okay. and lock it back in place, but now I'm going to jump out of the saddle um towards him and like kind of do like a corkscrew turn in the air as I pull my gun and pointing it at him. And that's okay. that's my evasion. All right. So, uh,
1: what's what's your total evasion then with a one die stunt?
2: Bring it up to eight. I'm gonna spin four.
1: All right. His shot goes off right as you jump off. You do your spin. The flame goes above your head. You feel the heat of it, but you land really close to him, probably about six feet away, with your devil caster in hand, pointed it right at him, and you know that he's fired his shot and has no more. I mean he he has to reload the thing before he can do anything else. So you're staring you're staring down at him. He's just he's just missed you. And it is your turn. You can see that you the, the last shot that you hit him with as like he is in serious trouble. There's blood just coming all out of the, the
2: right side of his chest. Riley's gonna say Just so there's no confusion. And when he says that, as he's saying it, fire dusts comes out of his pocket flowing through the air and goes right down the barrel of the devil caster which that is that is a um a a, a vocation for that devil caster it will load itself just so those there's no confusion it is loaded drop your weapon he lets it fall to the ground all right are we still in combat or no we can come out i'm gonna hold the gun on him and uh, uh-huh. and wait for um, Jax and Vutes and all them to settle down and uh, come over. That way I got extra eyes on him. So if Vutes comes over, he just has his
4: giant bat filled with little studs of metal just hanging over his shoulder looking down at uh, Mr. J as Riley is also towering over him.
1: Alright. You got me. I'm down. I'm at your mercy. Now what do you want me to do for you? I suppose apologizing's out. He spits, blood.
2: Who do you answer
1: to? Sandcrawler sent us out here, sent us after the Dreamstones. But I guess that's all gone now. Just put it in me. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, put a bullet in me. But I'm like, nobody knows what a bullet is. That uh, that that, ju- that I just got that. But I'm <laughs> the problem. I'm the problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, just go ahead and end it. Just go ahead and end it because he will. Where is this sand crawler? I ain't telling you,
2: lawman. I uh spits on your shoe. I uh take my shoe and I wipe it off uh on his wound. Ah! <laughs> All right. So I stick my fingers in his mouth and start dragging him through the sand. Oh my gosh. gosh.
0: <laughs> and then i
2: stop and i point the devil caster in his face i'm gonna give you one more chance just do it you know what i want to but you ain't getting off
1: that easy he reaches into the pocket where the two white dice came from and he pulls out the hand crossbow that you saw him shoot yaga redstones with oh
3: teacher teacher hey can Jax uh kill him with a thrown knife at this point
1: seeing this danger Uh, Roll join, roll join battle. We'll see who acts first, so just go ahead and roll your join battle. Dang it, he botched it. I rolled a total of ten. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Ten
2: successes? Or just Within you got seven 10 successes, initiative? so a ten. Okay, you got
1: ten initiative.
2: Okay. I got five successes.
1: All right, so if you, um, Jax, you're, you're first. You see this. You see him pull that hand crossbow. Okay, so
3: recognizing the sinister bolt that's loaded in it, I... Mm-hmm. I sense, like, I don't even have time to call out anything. And just out of pure gut reaction, my, uh, my hand whips out and my knife whistles through the air, attempting to catch him just where the jaw meets the neckline. I'm spending 10
1: motes of... You're, you're, gonna, you're doing a decisive essence. attack, right? You're doing decisive here? Yes.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. He is at a minus four wound penalty. Plus he's prime. Yeah, I mean like you may not want to just like spend anything. It's gonna be an like almost automatic hit.
3: It's fine. I'm go in this moment, my body is telling me you have to do this. Three successes.
1: Oh <laughs> wow. And that's why I miss. Alright, so yes, and then you roll your ten dice for damage. Six successes. Alright, your knife goes clean through. Uh, You know, right where his his neck meets his jaw and just goes like comes out the back. Just (laughs) he coughs. He looks one more time at Riley and then he just pitches down into the dirt. And at this point, this new sort of group of companions are going to have to spend some time mulling over what might need to be done about Sandcrawler and also we'll have to figure out how to get all of this uh, all of these precious stones and all of this uh, cargo and whatnot back into the hands of yaga redstone but what happens from this moment on is another story